0: travel getting sixes we have a very special episode for you today man so special
1: it's gonna need extra supervision
0: so special we might call it a special
1: so special Mourinho is getting a bit jealous so special the Frikandel
0: heeft ketchup Mayo and Ashes <laughs> geen curry <laughs> for the Frikandel special
1: What's up, ladies and gents? Welcome back to Getting Sixes. Sorry for being gone so long. We're like that, you know, that that boyfriend who doesn't text back very often.
0: Felix lost the keys to the studio.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I've been locked in here for about six months now. Hence why Uver Radio has been expanding so much.
0: We've been doing okay. We've been doing okay. But today we have a very special episode because recently a lot of new people have joined Uver Radio who have no idea how Uver Radio started. How these last few years have transpired and a lot has transpired. A lot has happened. So for those insiders and for all you outsiders, we're going to give a bit of a backstory of how everything happened and all those interesting anecdotes that have shaped our newfound culture. What kind of
1: history is this going to be, T1? (laughs) I
0: think... Since we're orally gonna mm. gonna t- explain this right? We're, it, it will be an oral history.
1: We are quite oral individuals as far as things go.
0: I think this ordeal will orally be dealt with.
1: So it's an oral history. Okay. or I, I can get behind that. I like things that are oral in general. Well, oral exams, oral exp- oral histories, or oral B. Oral-B, my mom. It's big. one of
0: my favorite toothpastes, I'd say it's my favorite. Yeah? Actually, no, no, honestly, I'd say... Oh, you're col- you're one out of ten people who disagrees. <laughs> oh,
1: I'm not one out of ten <laughs> dentists, though. No, I'd, I'd personally say um, I'm a Colgate kind of guy. My mom's a dentist, so I've always... Oh, okay, well, I'm a bit biased, let, you know, Let's like,
0: save all these fucking uh, controversial things for Colgate. <laughs> 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 if
1: you know what I mean. Hey, yo. Nah, Oral-B, they make the best toothbrushes. Colgate makes the best toothpaste, end of discussion, next one. Okay,
0: okay but we're we're going to have to go back in time a bit, I think. Because, go back in time? Because we need to fully grasp the context of this entire organization. And, of course, you have to go back in time to really understand all the factors involved.
1: Well, Rick did just fix
0: his time machine. Exactly. And we have that sitting over there in the corner here, so... We could we could just use it. I think we should. I think we should put in the coordinates in the time machine, and we should go to nineteen ninety five. Nineteen ninety five. Nineteen ninety five.
1: Whoo! Okay, bro. Are you sure?
0: I'm. I'm positive. I'm corona positive.
1: If we go back and screw up Nicolas Cage's Oscar win and leaving Las Vegas, I'm gonna kill you. Well, I'm, I'm gonna kill you.
0: If that happens, I'm going to go to Las Vegas and drink myself to death.
1: I'm going to hold you to that. Okay, I'm powering her up. You enter the coordinates.
0: Beep, 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 beep. Whoa. September 1995.
1: Strap yourself in, ladies and gents. To be exact. This could get messy. Whoa! 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 Whoa.
0: So right now we are in America.
1: Bill Clinton is the president. Monica Lewinsky is his secretary. She has no idea what's in store for her. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Lots of fun stuff. The internet
0: was just arriving, becoming mainstream, Mm -hmm. and a crucial event in internet history was about about to happen. There was a company called AudioNet, founded in 1989, that in 1994 got a new investor.
1: By the name of Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban. This is a different... This isn't the same guy from Cuban cigars.
0: It's, uh, it's d- a different guy. It's a different guy. But I think he also invested in the Cuban cigars. Cuban sandwiches? Mm, no, I think he founded Cuba. Okay, okay. Um, but You can
1: look that up. That's fine.
0: The company was renamed in 1995 into Audionet.com. And Audionet.com put the radio... On the internet, <laughs> something that nobody had ever thought of doing, they did it. And at this very moment, a young man by the name of Gabe, Gabe? somewhere
1: but in rural Afghanistan, in Kabul, no. Kabul,
0: right outside the city, I assume. Kabul's a bit, a uh, bit expensive.
1: Rural Kabul heard the shockwaves from this revolution occurring on the internet in the radio realm. And at that very moment, the fate of student radio
0: in Amsterdam was changed forever. Because Gabe was so inspired by Mark Cuban putting the internet on the radio, and also because Mark Cuban then later sold that company to Yahoo for more than $5 billion, Gabe thought, I could do that as well. If Marky Cuban can do it, so can I. So can Gaby Gabe. Be Gabe.
1: <laughs> exactly. So now, ladies and gents, we're going to have to fast
0: forward. Okay.
1: We're going to have to go
0: back. Where are we going to go to?
1: To the future.
0: Mm, but our future or uh, a different
1: future? 2017, to be precise. Mm.
0: That's pretty close.
1: I'm going to power up the machine.
0: Put in the coordinates, my friend?
1: And we gonna roll. Strap yourself in, ladies and gents, once again.
0: I'm strapped. I'm always trapped. You put oh. in the coordinates? Beep, beep, boop, boop, beep, boop, boop. Coordinates entered. Okay, okay. I feel... Chaos is ensuing.
1: 90s were fun. Okay. I'm glad I was alive in the nineties. We are back in the twenty first century. Donald Trump is president. 2017, great year. Chelsea had won the Premier League. All right. Eden Hazard, player of the year. Great year. Great and then booty. something else was happening across the Atlantic. So a young entrepreneur by the name of Gabe.
0: He flew from Afghanistan to america on i think it was a military plane right he hitchhiked on a military plane because mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. there was a lot of american american army planes in uh, afghanistan in those days
1: he was a stowaway i believe
0: mm-hmm.
1: but mm-hmm. a very nimble one at that he was always always loaded that was the thing about gabe but i digress gabe was at a meeting with um barack obama mark zuckerberg And I think it was Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake, yeah. Uh, At the Soho House in New York. um, uh. And he was occupying his normal meeting room slash suite slash...
0: Lounge.
1: Slash swimming pool. Slash hot box. And Mark, Gabe, JT, and Barack were in the hot tub drinking mimosas. And Obama started talking to Gabe about his recent trip to Amsterdam to sample psychedelics now that he was out of office. Yeah. Um, Classic. Classic Baroque. And oh. he was talking about how much he loved the city, but he felt there was a real lack of youth community. Amongst he he felt there was
0: something small missing. Something right? missing, yeah. yeah that yeah. was his
1: main thing. He didn't quite know what, but that tickled something in the brain of Gabe. Who because
0: Gabe still, of course, he had this... He had this shockwave still in his... Deep in his heart, you know, that, mm. that Mark Cuban... Sent around the world in 1995.
1: Indeed, yeah. And Gabe was aware of this. He knew there was something to be done in youth radio, how it was perhaps the foundation. Of he, he knew
0: that one thing Barack Obama was missing was online student radio. Yeah, big, big yeah.
1: man, big thing. They, they talk a lot about how the Iran deal wasn't strong enough, how Medicare for All wasn't implemented. Obama's youth radio platform was abysmal, man.
0: His podcast game? Kind of weak, kind of weak,
1: kind of kind of
0: whack. I'd even say, not even just weak,
1: just flat out. I think
0: I think we should start saying this. I think people are too afraid to say. Obama needs to be called out just because Trump isn't that good at at his podcast doesn't mean that that Obama was better at it.
1: Not at all. If in many ways he was worse, you know, we should hold Obama to higher standards for his podcast game. You think think
0: Obama was worse at podcasts than Trump?
1: I don't expect good podcast from trump but i expect good podcast from obama yeah that's the thing
0: i think it's okay to hold him to a higher standard
1: exactly same with jeremy corbyn versus boris johnson you know i'm more i'm in many ways much more angry at Uh, jeremy corbyn
0: i don't know man corbyn's podcast game is is quite good
1: if we get on that rabbit hole we'll, we'll be here all week okay so let's 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 go back to gabe in 2017 so his mind was was really sparked by what obama said in that hot tub at the soho house in new york and he decided right there and then to contact one of his investor friends by the name of Guy and Guy? Guy. Okay. Yeah. Guy was a young young yeah. African investor with a lot of money from from oil. Um, and he decided to join Gabe on this youth radio adventure in the great city of Amsterdam, home of Jan Graf, home of the the frikandelbroche. Mhm.
0: Mm-hmm. Home of Van Dobbe. Home of uh, the Kletskop. homeless people, Skek. What else do we got? Waterfiezen,
1: <laughs> black. Osdoorplein, Osdoorplein, the Nike yeah, outlet mall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Many people other know. people sites know. that you can look up in the Lonely Planet guide. Um,
0: and uh, yeah, they decided to go on this adventure. So they, they, they they did it you know they they bought a sailing boat they sailed Mm -hmm. across the atlantic Mm -hmm. just the two of them it took them i think i think only three months you know pretty decent time and you know they were pretty close to uh, not making it but in the end they made it they made it into amsterdam they got even some student accommodation even though they were already like 28 and (laughs) why, why are you laughing
1: my my friend just sent me a funny meme. Sorry, bro. Sorry. Get back to the podcast. This
0: this is always fucking same story as with you, man. <laughs> so they finally came to Amsterdam. One was twenty-eight. Uh, yeah, I think guy was already thirty. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they they go into the study the study game right at uh, the the Schmush Schmuders University of Amsterdam. And what would you which which what? What the university here?
1: oh yeah. what's it called? Schmude Schmerz. Ah, the Schmude Schmerz of Schmesterdam. Okay, Sh- sorry. Schmude Schmerz of course, Of course,
0: course, course, course. Yes, yes, yes. So they go to the Schmude Schmerz of Schmesterdam.
1: Funny memes, man. I'm sorry. I had to show you that one. Carry on. They go, the sure. <laughs> they go to the
0: Schmude Schmerz. They go to the Schmoo.
1: <laughs> what did what did the shmoo say?
0: Well, they were like, "Nah, fuck you! Go to the shmoo shmu- shmir- shmir- sh- Go to the shmoo the shmoo of shmoosterdam with your stupid idea." Mm-hmm. The shmoo was like, "Nah." Shmoo said, "Nah." No. The shmoo was like, "Fuck you." Shmoo was like, schmo. And then you know they they go to the shmoo first. Sh- <laughs>
1: They go to the shmushmushmushmam ram and at first they were they were skeptical to these ideas. You know, this had never been tried before. Obviously, this. but
0: th- that's what you always have with entrepreneurs—people who change the game. Back back before the game has been changed, people cannot understand it. They can't imagine. It's like Steve Jobs with the iPhone. Hey, it's like it's like us with the nation state Day these days. It's like the UEFA with the nation's league. It's like fucking, you know. So the
1: Shmoor <laughs> they took a chance on Gabe and Guy's idea, and they were helped by a young buck by the name of Jerry, an optimistic young go-getter from Canada, who really just wanted to make, make a mark in this city somehow. He wasn't here for too long, but he had the expertise, he had the knowledge, he had the drive to really give some weight to the idea of the ideas of Gabe and and Guy. So you had Gabe, Guy, and Jerry all working on this 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 project, this idea of youth radio. In Amsterdam. In online. Amsterdam,
0: online. So this is where Grill and Marcus come into the story as well. Grill
1: and into. Marcus, indeed. Yeah, yes. yeah. Grill and Marcus were they started out doing the first podcast on, yeah. uh, on Schmovisch Media. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think they were they were quite busy as well with uh, with organizing uh soft porn calendars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mainly focused towards uh, middle-aged men who who played a lot of Fortnite. Mm-hmm. You know, back back when Fortnite still started, right? They
1: were actually—you forget—they were homeless at this point.
0: Yeah, well, when you have such such character, your home doesn't characterize you. Mm. I think.
1: I mean, you get it quite a lot with these with these troubled poets who live on the streets. These troubadours. Exactly. Not because they they certainly need to, but they've 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 evolved past the need mm. for worldly possessions and shelter and running water and toilets. Well, these also, kind of things, they just don't need
0: them. Getting five prochahol from every day is like twenty five euros. If you if you do that for a month, you you ain't got. <laughs> there's there's no money it. <laughs> <for rent. laughs> <laughs>
1: And then when you factored in the pseudo bombs, yeah, you're looking at you're looking at a real expenditure there, bro. Uh, yeah. Try budget that in. Nah, it's impossible.
0: It's impossible, man. It's impossible. Filet so back in the day as well.
1: So these two young men, they were I living. I think this in, was
0: uh, around the Filet trot. Twenty eighteen. Yeah.
1: Beginning. Yeah. No, again, August. This was right after Fabo introduced the Vega Gilberger to the great amazement and wonder and glee of the vegan community in Amsterdam. However, what they didn't tell the press, what they didn't tell the people, is the fact they were raising the prices on all of the croquettes by 20 cents on the very same day as a I as know, a, blatant, a blatant cover up I this was around this is, in many ways you could say this triggered the homelessness of Marcus and Grill before when it was 180 they were doing all right they were surviving. they were managing they were grilling that 20% increase put them on the streets like so many other troubadours of the streets
0: <sighs> and anyway. yeah yeah what what, what you're going to do when you're when you're homeless and you're trying to Trying to make a mark on a city, you make a podcast.
1: What was this podcast called, Marks and Grills?
0: I think it was uh, Getting Fives.
1: Getting Fives, indeed, yeah, Getting Fives. And, um, yeah, so they started doing Getting Fives, and this was really the flagship podcast of, uh, of the radio back in the day. I
0: remember when, when they did the first one. Well, this, this is just the oral history, right? I, I wasn't there, mm-hmm. but Gabe... Gabe was Gabe like, was very wow. enthusiastic. Wow. Gabe really said to... Uh, he said to Grill, like, you guys, you're going to be my superstars.
1: You're going to be my star players. I, th- exactly. I think were his words, allegedly. But, uh, you can read the full history in... Uh,
0: yeah. And in after afterwards, of course, uh, Gabe went to the Burger King.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, that was that.
1: He went to the Burger King. And then, uh, you know, guys stuck around. You know, to help out. And this was a situation yeah. where, you know, But Marcus Gabe
0: never came back
1: from the Burger King. He stayed. No, I thought he went back for a little bit because he went back to Afghanistan to serve in the army. Yeah. After his boyfriend was killed in Orlando.
0: Oh, in the shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah in 2018. Yeah
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. But that was a oh, lot. Oh,
0: man, that was so tragic, man. I think like 50 people died, you know. I think it's still one of the biggest shootings in America.
1: Yeah. Gabe, that really cut up Gabe, and he wasn't able yeah. to to look at the radio in the same way. He and to. He, yeah, but
0: he also really felt um, such a grudge that he went to America to join the army to go back to his home country in Afghanistan to fight there. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: As a double agent, funnily enough, but we shouldn't yeah. talk about that. On uh, this is going to go out public. So yeah,
0: we, we shouldn't compromise him like we should.
1: We'll, we, we can edit this out actually, sorry. For we that, shouldn't
0: compromise him like that, man. But
1: last, we're going to edit this out now so like we can talk about it. But um, last I heard, it, he started up a, a youth radio station in Kabul.
0: But was this aimed at the... Um, YRK. The, the Americans uh, who, who are still there? Or I think it's bilingual, man. Is it? But like also focused on the Afghani students? YRK, yeah. Youth Radio Kabul. Ah, yeah, the youth. It's, yeah. a, it's kind of a youth movement, right? It's kind of a youth act, if you will. Is it a bit like the Hitler movement? Like Hitler the youth. Like the Hitler youth. Yeah, I mean, in many
1: ways, yeah. no. But you can't say that, of course. No, of course yeah. not. I mean, you know, it's it's not it's not comparable in, di- in a direct way. Yeah. And this thing is is if you contextualize it, then really what you have is a situation where there aren't many similarities between both scenarios of of what we're talking about here, yeah, you know, it's a correlation. Um, it's yeah, a, co- a it's correlation, co- but not causation. And yeah. when you have something like that, you've got to be careful in how you're talking about discourse. And let's pretend I never said. It. Of course, well, this has all been edited out, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. either way, Gabe was out. Guy was still around, helping out. Jerry had gone back to Canada. Um, Dobby was making podcasts. We had new recruits okay. actually in the radio. Let
0: me tell, ta- introduce these new people to. There the was some new people. There, the was
1: people. Uh, there was. There uh, was. I guess the two main ones we need to talk about who start making podcasts were Reggie and Twix. Reggie and Twix, two young ladies.
0: I think you should talk about uh, Rick as well.
1: Rick, of course. But Rick came in after Reggie and Twix. So we'll get to to Rick. We'll get to Rick. Reggie and Twix came in around the beginning of 2019. Two young ladies, both with a passion for talking. Passion for sharing what they have with the world. And Reggie, I think there was a much more authentic love student radio it was really her initiation which came and yeah, gave yeah, them their podcast yeah, yeah. but it was it was a clue clue clue. cluesome
0: classic reggie
1: cluesome yeah um they started doing this podcast it was very good it was very interesting um twix twix immediately fell hell over head, head over heels in love for grill um which for of grill. course yeah for grill and grill i uh, really compromised things in many ways
0: because you know within a good organization a lot of times love Everybody knows you can maybe put a Twix in the microwave. But on the grill? Right?
1: Tricky, tricky.
0: Have you ever put a Twix on the grill? I can't
1: say I have. I've deep fried a Marswell before and that worked out. But grilling a Twix. It it
0: worked out. But did it really work out?
1: No. 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 If I'm being honest with myself, no. Exactly. Yeah, this was after Grill's second divorce. So he wasn't in the best state of mind emotionally, should we say. Um yeah, yeah, but Twix yeah. Twix seduced them. Who was he married
0: to again? Oh, Snickers,
1: Snickers, and White White Snickers, uh, Kit Kat Chunky White, Kit Kat Chunky White. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, and Twix came along. So weird that all three of his of of the girls had name were named after chocolate bars.
0: Yeah, rare. I don't you know. rarely see that. It's rare that that these girls all have like this ethnicity or this name in in familiar fashion, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Super very nice. uncommon. So
0: it's just a coincidence, I guess.
1: Yeah, but they came and they started doing a podcast. Twix and Grill started doing a podcast called uh The N- the Nimble the Nimblemans. The Nimblemans, that was it. Um great podcast, all improvisation, very interesting, quite quite humorous in many ways. Mm. Then we had another podcast um by the name of Seven and Seven and Eight who were doing it, these two young men. Um, from from the neighborhood of Marcus actually.
0: Ah, yeah. Marcus yeah.
1: Marcus helped bring him in.
0: I think I think it was called something like um Kick Out the Refugees, right?
1: To kick Out the Refugees, <laughs> that was the name, yeah. And then Optimus Prime and Bumblebee, two young women uh who were studying a degree of a bachelor's at Schmuvish Shmam Shmam Um came in doing a podcast called Let's Not Look at This and this one was all about not being not trying to do things.
0: No, but I think it was also uh in a lot of ways an emancipation move uh, emancipation podcast, part of a movement to really give a platform to blind people. Yeah. Because these blind people they cannot look at things and constantly everybody's like, let's let's look at this.
1: It's one of the best things about the radio is it's really expanding the possibilities for blind people in the city and what oh. they can do within within a creative framework. And that's invaluable I
0: think. Well I would say it's quite valuable.
1: So we had this. We had Dobby doing a podcast about about humor, about comedians. We also had um, we had a great one. coming. we had Simon and Garfunkel, uh, two young Amsterdam-based musicians. Also, not friends to be confused Marcus. with Simon and Garfunkel. No, no relation. No relation. No relation. Um, but they're still musicians. They started doing a podcast about music. It was very yeah, good. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I think they're they're even in a band as well. I think, I think it's the 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 Golfing Wasps.
1: No man, it's the Rollerblading Sharks. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Rollerblading Sharks. I think they played at the uh, the Vondelpark party in November. We'll, we'll get to that later. Um So yeah, we had all these new podcasts, this new crew come into the radio. Um It was now being led by Grill mostly. Uh he was taking on most of the organizational responsibilities. Marcus was but
0: uh, I'm, I gotta say Optimus prime she was also Optimus Prime started one of the leaders
1: she started to do a lot towards the end of 2019 mm-hmm. but towards the beginning it was it was being run by grill it was all quite a makeshift ramshackle operation with a lot of stuff happening on the fly thrown together real true youth grassroots vibes is what is what we had back then but yes and then we had a uh, Rick come in now Rick
0: not to be confused with. Rick Roll.
1: Or Rick Ross.
0: Or Rick Ashley.
1: Or Rick from Rick and Morty. Even though, weirdly enough, Rick from the radio is really similar to all of these people.
0: Yeah, but that's just because he, uh, he's a great guy.
1: Great dude. So Rick came in. Rick joined and started doing a podcast with Marcus all about basketball and football.
0: No, 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 no. I'm pretty sure it was about uh refereeing. Ah you know referees don't get enough attention these not days. at all
1: referees and goalkeepers and of course around this time as well we had
0: we had kuno join mm. you cannot forget about kuno and i think uh juice was there as well
1: juice was there juice was there big time juice juice, there. juice and kuno were helping out behind the scenes mostly as oh, yeah. sound engineers
0: he was there a lot man.
1: yeah no they really did bits a lot of the time you know with this radio stuff you hear the voices on the radio you see the people in the pictures and you think oh that's what the radio is nah man it's about these boys behind the decks hard work hard work grafting grind putting putting cables into slots uh, moving around buttons buttons and that knobs lots of knobs everywhere you
0: gotta sit there as well all the time listening to all these fucking fucking (laughs) morons talk (laughs) bullshit as well
1: (laughs) So many knobs. And the right big,
0: juice. Big, <laughs> big knobs. And the right juice.
1: So around this time, Twix and Grill had fallen madly in love. That was for me.
0: <laughs> I was I wasn't laughing. You were laughing. I mean, so? <laughs> I mean, it's funny. It's true.
1: Around this time, Twix and Grill have fallen madly in love. And Reggie was running the external commissioning side of the radio. Guy was working on the Treasury Department. Marcus was working in the secretarial roles. Optimus Prime was organizing the schedule. And Cicada was organizing the media. It was a bit of a madness. But things were still difficult. Things weren't perfect. The structure wasn't quite there. However, in the summer of 2019, lots of restructuring happened. We even moved location across the city. Mm. We went from Alderman Houseport in the center to a different part of Alderman Houseport. Huge move, massive operation. However, we had new people joining. We had a new board coming in. People be taking step backs, mostly because it's a big job. It requires a lot of pressure yet we continued we revamped the board and we had five new people come into the radio we called them the fast five they were paul walker vin diesel the rock the hot girl and the coronas now the fast what happened with the fast five
0: I how think did they get there again i think they were laying low they were in after brazil they had to lay low after Brazil, man. They
1: had, a, they had a job in Brazil and they had to lay low big time. Yeah. It was, it was too too much heat on them at that point in time. So they had to come to, to Amsterdam and start working on the radio project. You know, like Fast Five, these people, they did a lot of jobs that required fast-paced movement, Wh- high-octane With stuff, five people. Pressure. And we had five vacancies. So it was a match made in heaven. And this was the new board for the radio 2019. And around this time... Marcus had left. Marcus left the board, not because he wasn't doing a good job, but because he had to go on a business trip
0: to China. Mm, the what, commies. What else was Marcus doing in China? Well, I think Marcus intended to be political very much for a certain side. But in the end, his career was a bit more important. So he, he sided with uh, with Xi Jinping. He made some friends. He got all the way to the top. And in the end, you know, he became best friends with Xi Jinping. And um, Xi Jinping convinced him to, you know, spread spread some of his... Uh, Communist ideology. Some of his ideology, exactly. I never would have guessed that Marcus would be the guy... Around Amsterdam, yeah. Flying
1: out to China, mostly to, to support the protesters in Hong Kong, would manage to get taken in... By yeah, Xi Jinping, well, you yeah, know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Mm, what was his? What would you think his motivations were behind that? Behind that? That partnership?
0: I with think Xi? it was uh, something around. Well, his motto was always, "It's finger licking good," and Xi Jinping really.
1: <laughs> he, now he really understood that. <laughs> Xi Jinping remember, no, really no, agreed I, with I, that. I just I remember hear, always hearing that that was Marcus's thing when I would listen to Getting Fives. Constantly be like, start and end of every podcast, finger looking good, and then somehow you're right. Xi Jinping was on
0: board with that from day one. Xi Jinping was really like, well, he understood. I think it, it is finger looking good. He understood it, yeah. Some some do say that's derived from the word lecker, hmm. but those are those are really some some weird etymologists.
1: As the legend goes, Marcus was in. Sorry, uh, in allow, Beijing, me, to, in Beijing. allow no. me to open up the second volume of the Radio Chronicles. Okay, so Marcus was in Beijing, lunching with Xi Jinping on a regular basis. And they were forming up ideas of how to take this radio thing in, in Amsterdam to the next level. And Marcus was was out of ideas, mostly. He felt like they had explored the Amsterdam market quite a lot. It was growing at a good pace, but what was what was going to happen next?
0: Well, there are certain things you hope that will happen next and what will happen, but in the end, the most realistic was for Marcus to infiltrate at this new student radio station to organize a party at the Fundelbunker, which, of course, is obviously known as the bastion of communism in Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. And through that spread... Um, this communist ideology amongst this new group of students in Amsterdam. Mm -hmm. And, well, we all know what happened. It was
1: the best night of...
0: It was the best night of of communism... Of
1: human history. Ever. Probably. Probably. It was a seminal moment for the radio. It was the culmination of of years of work, of graft, of time, of of podcasts. Very rarely
0: do you ever see a group of people... Come together like that with community and doing everything for the group as as the pure motivation, the pure motive behind all of it. So
1: around this time as well, there was a backroom deal struck. So, of course, the vondelbunker party on the 29th of November was a resounding success for the radio. We weren't quite aware within the radio of of Marcus's ulterior motives and what he was planning with Xi Jinping, because as part of this deal for Marcus to enact the spread of communism via Vondelbunker, Marcus managed to secure something for the radio as well. And that of course was the 69th edition Uber radio orgy that took place in Wuhan, China late december that was quite a night quite a night so of course the entire uber radio staff was flown out to wuhan china china to take part in the orgy and whether or not you know they wanted to take part or not didn't matter everybody did um and that was the nice thing about it, you know, it was it was very consistent with Chinese ideology of, of enforced community. You know, if if you don't wanna make steel, bro, get fucked. You're making steel. Just like Mao in the fifties, man. Just like
0: if you don't wanna make whack ass dance videos for the people, doesn't matter. Get the fuck out
1: doesn't matter. Go back to Afghanistan.
0: You're going to film yourself making dance videos. Now. Easy. That's all you're going to do. Easy. So, of course, little did they know, dance videos would be their most important expert product within like 2 years. I
1: mean, think about it. this guy literally owns TikTok. He man, He owns he TikTok. Owns the, he owns that He all owns all of that shit. Their TikTok, bro. He
0: owns that platform, man. Mm.
1: So then, of course, you had the 69th edition of Radio Orgy taking place in Wuhan. It
0: was a big event. It was an orgy, for yeah, God's but sake. Man, a lot of people, of course, did not understand the ramifications of this of this incident. No, not at because all. Because earlier that day, Rick, of course, had to have a little snack mm-hmm. at the market.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, what kind of market was fill
0: it? Fill in the dots. I don't think we even need to say. I don't think we even need to say. But a little later all of all of Radio was infected with coronavirus all of Europe was closed down and well we all know we all know what caused it
1: you know the rest so yeah we would like to take this moment to apologize to the world for coronavirus we didn't mean for this to happen rick didn't mean to go to the wet market and eat that rotten bat and then infect all of us through his lips and his, and his penis but he did and then we came back here and carried on moving about as we do and now all the clubs are closed and you have to put a sweaty dirty piece of cloth on your face when you get on the ferry
0: well thank you Rick shit happens Fucking hell.
1: Naturally, Rick resigned from his position within the radio. We had a pizza party to say goodbye to him. For old times' sake. And for new times' sake. New times is a great shopper. (laughs) Wagwan, guys, it's Felix here. So as you might have realized, not everything that me and Team One said there was 100% accurate. Um, some events were exaggerated. Some of it was far-fetched. I'm aware of that. But um, in the second half of this, we're going to give actually a relatively true version of events of what happened over the last 12 months um, and specifically what happened with our good friend Nikita. Um, and that's going to come at the very end of the podcast. So... Yeah, hope you enjoy all of this other style of
0: content. And with that podcast in our in the back of our mind, we had to look on the future. And mm. Felix decided to cut mm. m- cut me out of the team.
1: <laughs> so Timon went on a sex trip to <laughs> Asia. Uh, an international shagging extravaganza if you will.
0: No nah, man <laughs> I went to protest in Hong
1: Kong. Uh, I knew you were gonna get serious of that. No, no man. that, that No that 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 right that, that, no. that, that, that's a lie. That's, that, I'm on record.
0: <laughs> it's called culture. It's called it's called trying the local cuisine. <laughs> it's called a minor <laughs> It's called doing a minor.
1: (laughs) What'd you do in Thailand? Uh, I did a few minors, man. (laughs) Uh, uh, We'll have to get the editing team. That's
0: that's not good.
1: Uh, What do you mean, man? I I love minors.
0: Yeah, I'm taking a minor now in media studies. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man.
1: You hear about the... The no, mar- no. <laughs> you hear about the the Margaret Thatcher film that came out a few years ago? It's, no. not, it's not suitable for minors
0: <laughs> I don't get it
1: because all of the miners went protesting. Oh, the miners! Or, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Good, <laughs> good, good one. good one. Good one. Wait, hold on, hold on. Very, very cultured We joke, got man. a noise very, for that. Very culture <laughs> joke
1: <laughs> oh, I love that sound buttons.
0: That's what the song uh, We Will Rock You is about, right? You oh. told me once. We Will Rock You is about the mining striking. Oh, true, yeah, 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 amen. And Queen took a stance against the mining miners' striking. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot. I you got mud on your face, you big disgrace. It talks Wait. about the miner, the, the people in the mines who were always... Having mud on their face.
1: Waving your flag all over the place. It's a
0: very capitalist song if you think about
1: it. I had no idea Freddie Mercury was such a bootlicker.
0: Yeah. You know. The the more you know, man.
1: Car clicker. (laughs) But bootlicker, no way. Not ever.
0: (laughs) The more you goddamn know.
1: All right. We move. 2019. 2019. August. I was setting up things for the new year. We got some new recruits in. Brian, Mira. Carlotta, Agnieszka. Lots of names ending with A. Natalia's still there. Natalia's still there. We brought together a bit of a dream team. Or what we <laughs> thought was there. a Nick dream team.
0: Turns out, Timon was the clue player. <laughs>
1: Turns the, the out. The glue guy. <laughs> the fucking... Uh, I keep on forgetting people's names these days, man. Fucking what's the guy from the Bulls called? Don't give me.
0: Steve Kerr. Nah, the other guy, man. The rebound guy. Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. (laughs) That's his name. He was more than a glue guy. He was the guy.
1: Mm, He was some kind of guy. Either way, let's stop it with the NBA references.
0: (laughs) People get it, man.
1: Stay on, stay on, stay on, Um, We had the Dream Team coming in. It was looking hunky-dory. I was still doing Simpletons with Despina, everything going great there. Nothing to worry about in the near future on that front. Um, There was. (laughs)
0: was
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nothing at all. Nothing to see here, boys. Moving along.
0: And there were, of course. These extremely ambitious plans to organize a party in the Fondel Bunker that had never been seen before transcending any ambitious plans a Amsterdam-based student podcast radio station had ever, ever, ever ever embarked upon. But the plans were made and the party happened.
1: The party did happen. We launched our new podcast. Everything's going smooth sailing. The systems were getting into place a while, but one of our big focuses was this party.
0: And there were hundreds
1: of... Some say thousands of people were there. Bro, I'm not going to lie to you. The other day, I heard Neil deGrasse Tyson's uh, estimate it was actually in the millions.
0: Really? Yeah, bro.
1: It was on the show, uh, the physics one with, mm-hmm. the, with the rocket ship.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They were talking about Earth.
0: Yeah, the waves are still being felt in Groningen.
1: Mm-hmm. To the be fair, west, man. To be fair, west. when we had the first board meeting this year, Anna said to her, we were talking about like parties and stuff and organizing. and yeah, Anna Just was parties
0: like, and stuff, you just know. Parties, no, but just deal.
1: Just, just you know, fishers and that, uh, Hefler and whatnot. And uh, and Anna was like, "Yeah, you guys, you need to organize another one." Like my friends the other day, they were talking about how fucking sick the Vonderbunker party was. Well, what's the, that? What's that? Let me check the clock. Nine months after the fact. So what?
0: I think you, that's a kid. <laughs> Nine months after the that, that means you're a father, man. Happy father, Felix. Oh,
1: I've always wanted to be pregnant.
0: Right now, Felix is rubbing his hairy belly <laughs> as if he is actually pregnant.
1: No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Imagine that. I'm just stroking my dick.
0: I feel like this is not going to land well with certain audiences. <laughs> Lucky nobody listens. <laughs> with certain audience, I mean my mother.
1: Your mother. Uh, let me worry about your mother. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So, yeah. And then to bring it back to radio for a second. Uh, <laughs> we started... Uh, we started getting into the events with the Vonderbunker Party. We had three bands play. Botanic, who you remember from the first live session. We had Surfing Stingrays, Lekka the podcast. And we had Par Hazard, who were an up-and-coming R&B, rock, jazz-ish
0: band. A lot of talent. I feel like that's kind of all the, all the genres. You know, uh, up, rock, up, jazz, and coming, pop, up-and-coming. Up, rock, jazz, electronic pop, R&B band.
1: <laughs> Indeed. So they played. We had Freddie DJ and then we had Aussie DJ, both of whom played two of the sets of the year.
0: And of course, this line was so legendary, that's why we have to cover it for at least a few minutes. It
1: was a seminal moment. It was also in many ways a moment of celebration for what we had achieved. It was
0: a milestone to see all these people we were able to bring together. Exactly. And there were a lot of people there who had thought of listening to a podcast at some point and didn't do it. And that's just beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: <laughs> they saw the event, they were like, oh, those radio people
0: I've seen some stickers <laughs> I know about them I know they do some things They do some stuff with the things I don't, I'm not that interested, I'm going to listen to a podcast, but a party
1: Free party, Wonder Park, okay
0: Okay, okay Hello, ik ben da And it, because of that, it was a big, big milestone
1: Yeah, it was big We also uh, started recording uh, some mockumentary TV stuff around here Headed up by Natalia and John john we forgot about john and sheila man fuck all right so john and sheila joined around the same time august 2019 john joined before he even arrived in the city unreal man on can we take a moment
0: Wow. Thank you. Wow. Thank
1: you. That's all I have to say. So Jan comes in, pro photographer, bad boy with the camera. He starts spitting out all these mad photos. Yeah. He's got effects. He's got distortion. He's got the exposure. He's got
0: all of that. Bad boy with the ladies. Oh, you
1: know, you <laughs> know. Let's not talk about Jan and the ladies on the mic, though. We're going, we're going to bait the mouse, huh? Don't do your boy like that. I ain't. I ain't. Oh, you know it. I bro. ain't. I you ain't. know he's got like four of his honeys listening I right ain't, now. I ain't. Just purely based on the probabilities, bro. John, we got you. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't worry. Don't well, worry. That's a whole another episode for <laughs> sure. For sure. <laughs> so
0: we got John coming in, you know. True MVP. Always fucking there when we need some hot, pa, pa, fresh pa, pa, pictures. Pa, pa. A lot of the beautiful pa, pa. pictures you've seen on the Ufa Radio Instagram slash Facebook page. Are from his hand. The majority of them. And then Bad we had man. Sheila coming in. you know, mm. Mm. Very multi-talented woman as well.
1: Bad kial. Coming in doing bits. She didn't even get in the board at first. I gave it to Valentina. Yeah. Because I knew Valentina.
0: That's how it goes.
1: That's how it goes, man. But Sheila proved herself time and time again. That she was up to the job. And that she cared about these things and that she wanted to be a part of this. And naturally, after six months, Sheila was inaugurated into the board to take the place of Nick, who, after a year of impeccable service, decided to hang up his boots and leave active
0: membership of the radio. We salute you, Nick. Do, do, we salute you. Do, 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 He's still alive. <laughs>
1: Don't worry. We think. We think. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. So no, i sure. probably I'm see sure. some on Facebook if he was dead. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and then, yeah, there was a lot of turn up. Obviously, coronavirus came. So then, after, uh, around Christmas, Simpleton stopped. There was some, some drama there behind some the creative scenes. creative differences. Creative differences between me and Despina. You know, different ways of looking at life and whatnot. And, you know, we just realized the podcast probably wasn't going to continue clueless also discontinued getting sixes started to take a back seat as i started to cover u.s politics more timon started to what (laughs) why did you stop making podcasts
0: well i had to to look towards my own development for a little bit amen and um it's been growing great. It's been growing great. Growing
1: great. It's great
0: <laughs> grow, grow, yeah. Growing great. Growing. And it's uh, it's great uh, that uh, I'm allowed to be back, you know, back here in the studio. There's still some new podcasts coming soon. You, uh, I'm not sure if people are ready, but uh, I hope they're ready.
1: I hope they're ready <laughs> as well, man. I mean, I hope they're ready. As we always say, listeners' discretion is advised. It's not advised.
0: <laughs> it's not advised. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, nah, me personally, I'm I'm trying to finally make it as a professional comedian. Oh my god. As a professional funny man. You do, you do make a... Make I, I like to make the jokes you and I think it's very noble to make people laugh. Now that you mention that, I have m- you have made me laugh a few times. Uh, well, you owe, me, you owe me a few... That's a, pe- a good point, Some, some coins. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay. And then, um, nice. so I signed up for uh, for Dispelt, which is some, some page for, uh, for funny news. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's a great way to describe it it's some page for funny news
0: and uh, it's it's the dutch equivalent of the onion or uh, the daily mash or the batuda advocate or a der Postillion. I uh, see
1: you know all of the ones
0: <laughs> and, uh, I could go on <laughs> no, I couldn't. Waterford whispered
1: press that's the Irish one.
0: Ah, uh, yeah 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 yeah, yeah and well so I, I still write for them freelance uh, it's been going good it's been going well and um, right now I'm uh, back at the university actually studying studying man Big officially, boy officially, plays officially doing the pre-master oh, well played son um, so that's me but uh, enough about me yeah let's talk about the organization, the as, organization a whole, the as a whole as a whole because this in the end this is not about <laughs> me it's not about you it's about something a lot bigger <laughs> right yes <laughs> i feel like you 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 were gonna say i'm pretty sure it's about me
1: <laughs> no the first thing in my head was dope, but it's about it's about what, it's what, about about what you're sh- saying it's not about me <laughs> it's, about <laughs> it's about winning it's about felix radio <laughs> <laughs> remember that when that woman suggested it and you you and beth looked at me like don't don't, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> don't give him ideas. That does <laughs> have a nice ring to it. <laughs> hmm. It's
0: catchy. Hmm. I'm,
1: a, I'm a focus group dad. <laughs> I'm
0: going to write it down. I'm going to write it down. You'll, you'll hear from me. <laughs>
1: but yes, so uh, around the turn of the year, 2019, 2020, a lot of people viewed it as an optimistic time. A new, ne- a new year, a new beginning. Little did they know it was not a new beginning. It was an end to everything. And that is what we've experienced since then. I decided to go to Iowa for a month to volunteer for the late great Bernard Sanders. He's not dead, but he's a bit of a dickhead these days. Um, Jeez! <laughs> Jeez. What that's what happens. We get you mess with the boy, you get the horns. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Those are some harsh words coming from a from a from a once truly dedicated Bernard Sanders campaign. From
1: a shirt-wearing Bernie fan. I know, fam. I know. I don't miss my words because it was never about Bernie. It was about the movement. Yeah, everyone knows that. Um, so I took five weeks off in which time I left the radio in the good stead of Natalia and the board. And when I came back, things were looking good. Things were on the up. We had some new recruits, new systems, but we were still in the process of really trying to establish. It always felt like we were playing catch-up in one way or another. That we weren't quite Doing what we wanted to do We didn't have the photos We didn't have the organization We didn't have the commitment In various different ways um, So we're trying to force that When I there's came always
0: back There's always commitment issues, huh?
1: <laughs> You're telling me <laughs>
0: <laughs> What the that dude uh, supposed to mean? I don't know It means <laughs> no, no,
1: Nothing <laughs> It's provocative it's, it's, it's the people going <laughs> You know, many, many podcasts, you know, they get discontinued because of commitment issues, you know. Yeah. Slightly informed DJs, you know, all these other ones we had last year run a few episodes. The Simpletons, you know, commitment issues. Quite a few. It's always. Getting sexes. It's always these things. Yeah, we're working on that, and I came back from Iowa, and I was like, all right, let's get going. And we kicked into Overdrive. It was Hyperdrive, man. It was Star Wars running away from the flipping. I think it was. The Destroyers. Drive Angry. It Was gone in sixty seconds.
0: Oh, ooh.
1: kick ass, bro! Kick
0: and ass. It was hard drive, <laughs> multiple terabytes. <laughs> and you know, we just, we just kept on going, and we got some new people involved, and now we're here.
1: Yeah, and then when coronavirus hit, it was pretty shit. All of our operations stopped uh, for, a, for a we week. We finally or so.
0: had the, the collaboration with Room for Discussion as well. That it was, was nice was for a long yeah, that was time. Really good. We got to mention, we got to mention the tragedy, mm-hmm. the tragedy around um, our videographer and all time, all round legend, Nikita Bam.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so this guy, Nikita, he joined the radio right at the start of coronavirus um, to help out with our live streams. Um with room for discussion because we were doing these um, and we had the people who could help us our sound engineer Luis that's another thing all these sound engineers joined this time last year and that helped us out a lot because we always had shout a lot out of people Louise. shout out to Lou, shout out to Spike shout out to Jan shout out to Francesco Sup we forgot about Sup man t- so many names to mention Freddie <laughs> my god so Freddy, many so many fucking legends Freddie
0: deserves a whole, whole podcast of his own man they all do. they god. are they Sup as well man yeah fucking boys But yeah,
1: so Nikita joined through Luish. They study at SAE together, which is the sound engineering college where we have sourced a lot of our sound engineering talent. Nikita was eager to join. He loves making videos. He loved being that guy um, who was always there and able to provide his skills, his expertise, so that other people could be creative in their way, so that he could be creative in his way. (coughs) And uh, he helped out the room for discussion. He was amazing at that. He always handled every situation. And these were quite high-profile interviews all the time. We had the ambassador of the US. We had a um, professor from the university. We had the chief economist of the European Central Bank. Loads of interesting people, all happening over Zoom. Um, but Nikita had some issues as well. He struggled with mental health and addiction problems. And we were always quite aware of this. And there's no easy way to say it, but he, uh, he died in the middle of May. Yeah. And it was
0: a very tragic,
1: very, very tragic death. Very of an overdose. Yeah. And it was even more sad because in a way we, uh, we could see it coming a bit.
0: We knew the extent of his, uh, his addiction and, uh, his self-harm in, in that way. And yeah, we, uh, we were too late, or um, I'm not sure how much we should blame ourselves, but it was no. a was a big, um, big, big black page in the history of over Radio, and um, we organized. Uh, well, Felix led the organization of this uh, this tribute day um, for all his friends here that knew him, or everybody who um, wanted to, you know, be together and uh, share the. Share a moment in this morning process and uh, just help each other talk a bit. Uh, this was still at the peak of the quarantine. quarantine. Yeah, it was
1: like mid May. So, well. we
0: organized in someone's garden or some face masks. We, it was actually very responsible, all of it. And we uh, videoed it and sent it to his family. Um, Felix uh, did a speech. I did a speech. Uh, a lot of Oof radio people were there. Uh, even though Nikita was only at Oof radio for about two months. 3 months um he made a big impact he was here like every day during the quarantine and yeah well, we still wish he would have been here and it's uh it could have he could have done uh, beautiful things right now i'm i'm 100% sure he would have still been involved in a very um, active way um unfortunately he isn't and that's why we also don't have that many videos these days um but yeah yeah. So it's, uh, it's all we can do is uh keep his uh, good memory uh with us and um we will uh try to use his uh, energy he always showed in his uh, commitment to radio and try to apply it to what we keep on doing.
1: Yeah, I think uh it was a it was a big shock because Nikita meant a lot to us coming into it and <clears throat> like you said I remember the day I announced that he had died in the group chat. And just something very You're Like, nobody has ever had ever made such a big impact through the radio in such a short space of time as Nikita did. And that always stuck with me. And it was, yeah. I also really liked the metaphor that you made in your speech of, there was one day where we had, like, an event at the studio. And me and Team One helped carry Nikita's bags through the Red Light District to Central Isle.
0: Uh, yeah, you got to you gotta realize, well, this was during really the peak of quarantine. So it was, the streets were very empty, right? So, mm-hmm. the, you know, a lot of people, I think at the time, they walked around through the red light district during the day just because we could, right? Because it was so empty for the first time in, in our life. So it was very fun to walk around. Yeah,
1: it was a bike through it as well, like it was not a canal. So we um, did
0: that, the three of us. And um, Nikita had all his video gear, all these bags with him at all times. Uh, like three big backpacks so he would wear one on, on his back one on his uh, front with his belly and like one on, with his arm as well Yeah, yeah. like was some serious carrying and he, he he's a okay, kind of yak. he's kind of a skinny uh, skinny Eastern European built guy so dodgy looking bloke <laughs> so these uh, um, these bags were quite a, quite a quite a lot of baggage for him mm. and the metaphor I made was that during that walk we were able to help him with his baggage. And we we carried his baggage during that entire walk. We all had a, one of his bags. But at the end of the day, he went home by himself with all of the baggage. And um, the baggage was, uh, in the end, too heavy.
1: Yeah. But I think what we did with the uh, m- memorial service...
0: It was one of the most adult and, and beautiful, honoring things we have done as people and as Over radio as well
1: it was yeah i've i've never been a part of anything that was so beautiful and so healing and so sometimes when i think about nikita passing away because it was so direct to the radio and to us because he he died after being with us he died yeah we were we
0: were with him that day
1: he he interviewed the chief economist of the european central bank and he died later that day after doing a whole bunch of video stuff in the studio for all all sorts of people we organized a day where everybody could be filmed and you know we had all this content and it was nice it was lovely and he died later that day and i think us organized because for that week afterwards i felt awful every day and Right up until we organized this event, and I was so nervous and just in such a very weird state. It was such a strange thing to deal with. A friend of yours just disappearing like that. But organizing this event where everybody came together in a very beautiful setting at my friend McKeel's place. And thank you to him for organizing that and for having it at his. And with a lot of close friends, people who knew Nikita, some people who didn't know him that well some people who'd known him very well at his his school, meeting all these people and everybody being able to say their piece. And I think because Nikita was somebody who was always closed off and wasn't able to really be honest with himself, he wasn't able to be honest with other people that much. And that meant he was closed off from the world in a lot of ways. And I think everybody at, at the event that we organized had they were sharing these experiences of somebody who they really liked, but they sadly never got to know that well. And I thought it was so wonderful to see everybody come together and share similar anecdotes from very different situations, contexts, people Mm -hmm. times. And they're all saying similar things about Nikita and like who this guy was and why he was so wonderful and why, despite all of his, his pain, he was still very selfless and that, I think it says a lot about his love for for filming things as well. It's it's not something that you get a lot out of necessarily. Like you're helping display other people, you're helping showcase their skills. Like your skills are secondary, but that's he th- he just wanted to do that always, and that was his passion was helping other people and
0: yeah, a video definitely. Yeah, but was I think passionate that's,
1: about the videos really. That's that's what it's all about. Is you help other people showcase what they have. Yeah, and that's your way of showcasing. What you have.
0: Yeah, he definitely, his videos were always focused indeed on on working together with other people. He wasn't, you know, filming the city by himself or nature or something. it was really collaborative always. It was always a social, uh, there was always this social aspect uh, um, combined with the the videos. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think, um, well, we did very well and uh, we are still, uh, yeah, uh, we, we take that with us uh, as UV Radio and as uh, persons. Um, but Definitely. We're, uh, we're still looking forward to, towards uh, the new year. And everybody who has uh, stayed with us for, uh, for this hour, um, thank you for staying with us. Thank you very for listening. For now, uh, this is going to be the last Getting Sixes episode. We might come back for a comeback special. It's going to be the heard. last episode until the next one.
1: Amen to that. And to give a quick recap of what we've got planned for this year, we've got a journalism team, Michaela, articles, things, news, podcast. we got the social media team, Subu, mad social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. we got the events team, a bell. Lots of things happening. It's
0: a lot of things happening. A lot of things happening. A of so things so happening. Anybody who has stayed with us for this entire hour, you're probably already convinced by the magic and power of radio you
1: don't need uh, no convincing bro
0: yeah i think i don't think we need i just
1: wanted t- to give t- as many outs as possible but there's too many people yeah literally. There's just anybody
0: many. who we have forgotten uh who has contributed to over radio over these last last months last years i'm sorry sorry <laughs> i'm sorry still still uh thank you
1: all right yeah i'd like to dedicate this podcast the final episode of getting six is the end of an era in many ways to nikita um to say thank you for all of the the things that he taught me and for being there for me for being there for the radio and throughout the last two years i've always talked a lot about this and what i want to do with this and why i'm doing it why i think it's important and people always give me different responses. Some people are really on board with it. Some people are like, okay, cool, man, whatever. Yeah, shooting community, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. da you just chatting shit. But nobody ever really believed in me in the way that Nikita did. And when I told him about what I was trying to do and the way his eyes just lit up, and he was like, that's so fucking banging, man. And, yeah, just having that, that belief from somebody who you also really respect and the fact he was so happy to also be a part of this made me believe in it so much more at a time when I was very depressed myself because of my grandfather passing away and because of lockdown and he really gave me the, the strength to get out of bed a lot of the time. And I would look at him and say, you know what, if Nikita is on this, then I'm on it. And if if he believes in me like this, then of course I believe in me like this. And yeah, this song uh, was made by my friend Chris, who's a local music producer. Check him out. It's called Slimed Mane One on Instagram. If you want to hit him up, get some production. But yeah, he made this. It's called uh, Goodbye, My Dear Friend, and we played it also at his memorial service. Um, and there's no copyright, so we can play the full thing. I do hope you enjoy it. I do hope you've enjoyed listening to the whole history of Uber Radio. I do hope you've enjoyed listening to Getting Sixes. Um, it's really meant a lot for me. Not only the podcast, but the whole project and getting to know everybody who who's joined it with me. But yeah, rest in power Nikita and onwards Uber Radio.